Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Winners Don't Use Drugs, presented by Engage Gaming, episode 98. I'm Darius here with Nolan. Still at an 85. Sure. And the uh, ghost of Zach. Huh? You're a ghost because they can't see you. We're just repeating old jokes now? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what we come to? I'm <laughs> <laughs> Try, trying to keep the... Keep the uh, all the stuff on tuck for for episode one hundred. So start bringing out the big guns, then the live episode. Yeah, the live episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can hit live right now. Zach's the technical producer, so <laughs> that'll be that'll be his whole realm. Mm-hmm. We'll 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 do a test for ninety nine. Then how about that? We'll test it out, <laughs> and then we'll we'll know for sure. But uh. How we all? How you feeling, Zach? Good, chilling. Yeah, you uh, you enjoying uh, some of these some of these new releases like Armor Core? It's too many games. Yeah, yeah, too many games. They keep showing more. I have to play like an hour here, hour there. <laughs> Switch between the games to satisfy everybody. <laughs> Not even myself. It's just what people want me to play yeah. at this point. You just jumping from here, give you a little bit of this, give you a little bit of that. You want the whole thing. No, Armor Core came out what Thursday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Pretty it was good. gonna be out like like you had to wait till like Friday night to play it for some reason. Oh no. It was Thursday like midday. Yeah. Thursday at like five or something like that. And uh it was it's pretty good. Um I was really confused at first. People kept on saying how hard Armor Core is supposed to be and like <laughs> you'll fail a mission, you have to go and reconstruct your mech. I'm like I took the base mech or AC, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. All the way through the whole first chapter and was like, what the fuck? Like, why are people saying this is hard? And then I got to the first boss, like the chapter one boss. And it's, that's my only complaint is the, the, the normal missions are so easy that I can just sleep through them. And then they crank it up to like 11 for a boss. So and I think that what makes the boss harder is that you're so used to everything being a cakewalk, and then you get to the boss and it's a lot harder. They lull you into the sense of false security. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now the first boss took me, I would say, it took me about ten or ten to fifteen tries. It didn't take me a super long time. Uh, it was the first time I ever changed my AC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so that's like the first skill check. I think every chapter boss is like a a big skill check. Because that's the same thing with the second one. It took me a little. I think it took me a little bit longer on the second one. Uh, I actually had to make drastic changes. So the first one, I only changed like guns around. Yeah. The second one, I changed drastically, like my legs and arms and all that stuff. But I don't know. I also think the first time in the game, because there's a bunch of like halfway bosses and stuff that you mm-hmm. play, and they're not too bad. But the the second boss, the chapter boss, second chapter boss, the sea spider. I felt was cheating. Why do you why do you feel like it was cheating? So I would it would, you know, lift up to a slam down and I would dodge and mid slam it like changes its trajectory to hit me. And I'm like, I don't mind losing, but I don't like losing when I feel like I'm getting cheated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, like controller reading. Yeah, I feel like it's 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 being it's cheating to make it feel like it's supposed to be hard. Mm. Oh, like, no. I don't want to play that. Yeah. Like, but eventually I beat it by cheating it, but 
<laughs> you not cheating, cheat. cheating, but you know, yeah, I, yeah. Most I times, stayed up like in that. the air where he couldn't even touch me. It's like, aha, uh-huh. but I don't know. I, mean, no. I feel like, like I don't know. Now I've I've heard um, like I hadn't I'm not gonna play it not at least anytime soon not because I really I don't want to but because too many things to play yeah and I watched Jake play a decent uh, not decent amount but I watched him I'm like yeah it looks exactly what I thought it would look like in in play um, he said he was really close to uninstalling <laughs> wow so he spent six hours on that first chapter boss it's tough he. Uh, well, the thing too was, and and I and I agree with him when he was first starting. It was like there was there was like like every time he moved, it was like, "Hey, you want to do this? Hey, you want to do that?" Like oh, the uh, tutorial pop yeah. ups, yeah. And it was like you it know, kind of breaks the the immersion. It does because he's trying to just you know test the controls, and you could put things on the HUD without stopping it. Well, the stupid thing is they you go through the train you want to go through the training because you unlock different things mm-hmm. yeah yeah you definitely want to do that as soon as you can and like they tell you all that stuff in the training so why not just make people go through the training and do all that and not in the actual regular mission mm-hmm. like if you want make them go through the training exactly like yeah. this is the beginning of the game you're going to go through this training once you're done with the training you'll get into them and then you can like immerse yourself into the world but yeah and to his point it kind of just Takes you out of it. Oh no! It, it definitely it, mission, and it and there was no like indicator that it was gonna pop up. So like he would be oh, yeah, doing it was something. Just randomly. And just, uh. Yeah, you hit like that that invisible checkpoint. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like all right, here's the next tutorial. Like no. And, and like one time it was like uh, it was telling him to do the thrust. So he's like, oh, okay, you know, it's like yeah, you could do this. Like you know, like, what is it like the overcharge dash or whatever? Oh so yeah. Like, yeah. Assault, yeah. Um, assault something. And as soon as he pressed it, like it was like eh, and pop up, and he's like, wait. I just I barely even got started with the right, motion. You, you let me miss out this really cool moment in the game and with a fucking pop up. Just to be like, oh yeah, so this because we told you to do it, and then this is what it does because that's what you did, and that's why that's why you have fucking malware on your AC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I go to some questionable sites when between missions, so you know it was, it was bound to happen. Yeah, um, Britney Spears nude exe. <sighs> that was oddly specific, <laughs> man. <laughs> Just an example. Um, <laughs> what you know? Experience. Experience. No, <laughs> no. What was the big thing? It was like, um, I don't know. Hey man, I would listen. My line why was and one videos, Dragon Ball PC videos. It, it, it might have been like the Pam Anderson tape or something. Oh yeah, that definitely was on. And it, and it would be like you know, you know, whatever the name dot dot mp four dot dot exe, and it's like that's 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 a virus, dude. But no, it says no. It says exe at the end. Oh That's yeah, a virus. <laughs> I did get caught like that with a uh, Mega Man X Four because it said exe dot exe. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I got Mega Man Four now, and then I had to system restore that PC. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, but anyway, what do you, what what have you thought? You got a chance to play it too? Yeah. Oh, I'm loving it so far. Um. I mean, all the stuff you said was correct. Um, it does start off kind of easy. I don't know. I, to me, that first, the first, first little mini boss, the hel- the, the helicopter, because that first stage is so easy. Like everything, almost everything dies in one hit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, this isn't, this isn't so bad. Uh, but it really is like the older games, because the older games were kind of like that too. The enemies that you fight. Yeah, grunts you know, are grunts. Yeah, the 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 grunts one thing. Then all of a sudden, you fight a different core. 
shows up. And the difficulty back See, I th- then. I thought all the cores have been really simple. It's the big bosses that I've had issues well, with. Well, that's like the big difference be- between this game and the other games. Because in the older Armor Core games, you would fight the grunts. Most A lot of times you would fight a core. Then you might fight something a little mm-hmm. more you know, intricate or something. Had extra guns, extra legs, stayed up in the air, something, something like that. Main difference with this game is that they've learned a lot from the uh, Souls games. And they basically put Souls bosses in a mech game. Yeah. (laughs) That's what happened. Yeah. Um, I can see that. Because I was watching Ace Combat fight the the end of the Chapter 1 boss last night, and he was doing it for hours by the time I called him. Which one? Uh, The Chapter 1 boss, the one with the missiles and... Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that shoots and like the, a million missiles. Yeah, yeah the missiles and, I, and the flame, flame sword. Oh thing. yeah, the flame sword. Yeah, oh the flame swords. Yeah, so I, I <laughs> that's what we're cooking. Jake was the flame I, sword. I had beat him the night before mm-hmm. with one AP left Whew. and one hit point left. Would and you I have the just, terminal armor or something? Yeah, oh, okay. that's and why that's, he had the one that's, AP that's, left. That's what saved because all of a sudden he hit me, and I looked up and I realized he had he had like just like just like a life a life left, but I, everything was empty. And I was just slamming on all the buttons, like something shoot, something shoot, something shoot, please. The <laughs> the shield w- went away. I was right next to him. I thought for sure he was about to swing his sword or something. And one, of the, I don't know what shot, but I just hit all the buttons until he exploded. And I was like, oh. so yeah. But that was that was rough. And then I watched somebody else fight the big uh, the big thing that they've shown before with the. Uh, it's like a big construction mining vehicle or mm-hmm. something with the with the fire arm things, and that boss more than anything else is like, yeah, this is something sh- sh- straight straight out of a, a souls a souls game. You know, replace those mechanical arms with fire swords. Mm-hmm. Same thing. <laughs> just just the way it moved, the way it all of a sudden comes all the way across the screen at you. It's just like, yeah, yeah, they definitely they. They definitely learned a thing or two about boss fights. Yes, from yes. the Soul games, um, and I like how they have the um, the uh, the stun meter bar thing from um, the stagger bar. Yeah, from and they, you know the, they got that from Sekiro. So I mean, straight from it. That's exactly mm-hmm. how it works in that game too. The only difference between this game and the Souls games is like in the Souls games. Sure, people that are expert at Souls games don't won't find this comparable, but like in the Souls games, all the enemies are tough. All the enemies can kill you. Yeah, yeah more like, or less. Yeah. yeah, like grunts. Grunts will get you to beats. Right. Yeah. If you if you fuck up, you're gonna get killed by a grunt. In this game, I feel like you don't. There's no chance a grunt's gonna kill you. If Unless you, are, you if, like, if, if, if you, you are AFK. Well, yeah. I gotta go take a piss. Oh, I forgot to pause it. Oh, ah, dead. they got me. They got me down. <laughs> That was a couple of times some enemies show, showed up behind me, and I, I went from nine to four thousand AP. Like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, but then you're able to heal. They don't like one shot you though. Yeah, yeah. And being able to heal in this game is nice. <laughs> Something else they pull from. This yeah, I was uh, I was watching Jake play, and he was like, "Wait, so you couldn't heal in the past?" Games? Oh no. Okay, so that's why they were so much more difficult. Yeah, and being yeah, able to heal in this game makes it super simple. Yeah, because like the 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 whole thing about you know we were saying before. You thought it was gonna be like you you um you start a mission, you die, you retool your whole thing because you had to have what was because you couldn't heal, right? So you had to have the the actual weapons that were 
the most effective and like efficient at getting rid of all the grunts because yeah. you can change point. your weapons mid mid mission too. Yeah, in, in this game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, which, that's which is also nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you can have your weapons that you need yeah. all the way up until you get to the oh, boss, and then, and then you can just retool it. Just retool it. Yeah. As long as you, you have, the only thing you can't you can't buy parts. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that that so that's the that was the whole thing about like constantly doing a whole mission over was like yeah. I got to this part and, you know, they had some sort of turret or something that was specifically designed because I've been hovering this. I thought the hover thing was the best. Yeah. But now these turrets are like made to, to take out people that hover. So now I got to go back, Change. start the mission over and fix it. I need treads now. Yeah. And then you got to play it through the whole stage again because checkpoints. What's a checkpoint? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've, they've done. A, they honestly did a lot of things that weren't necessarily to make the game easier, but it's like quality of life things to yeah. to this one. Yeah. Which Just they stuff that you did. would expect from a more modern game. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So But the actual difficulty of the bosses and stuff like that. Um and I and I can see where people were like you said, if if you play Souls games and you're used to having to deal with the grunts being a threat, but then this game you don't feel that and then all of a sudden now you're dealing with threat, and it's like, hey, this is uh, it's kind of pulling the rug from under my legs type of thing. Yeah, that's my only complaint is I wish the – I have no problems with the difficulty of the bosses. I just wish the rest of the game imitated that as well. I um, – Maybe, like, do they keep – are the grunts or the, the – whatever you want to call them, are they the about course. the same difficulty as the previous games? The only thing that's different is that you can heal. Maybe they didn't anticipate uh, it being I mean, for the most part – for the most part, it's pretty much like that. So maybe they didn't the anticipate the so heal being was, so powerful. Usually, there was usually just a lot of them. Yeah, that's, sometimes yeah, that's, you, that's you the could just thing. fly right past them and go straight to the boss. And and I haven't played any of the game, but the things that I've seen, even watching like other streamers and stuff, there doesn't seem to be as many like concentrations of grunts because there was a thing where it'd be like, yeah, they show you how to lock on to a bunch of different enemies, but then you hardly ever fight more than three. So it's like. Eh. Because they would have, in, in it, and maybe it's in some of the later stages, you know, people just hadn't maybe. gotten to it. It was actually a pretty good amount at the wall stage when you had the. Yeah, that was probably. And those turrets. Now, the big turrets that fire the big shots from far, far away, and you think, oh, okay, I'm sliding along the ground. I just took out those guys behind me. I'm doing good. Oh. Bam. Well, that's where you stay behind cover. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I should be behind cover. That thing was a mile away. And that's definitely one thing, too, the size of the stages. Like, early Scale. in the game. Two is like the 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 the, the scale and scope kind of goes from uh to uh to uh all mm-hmm. of a sudden. Yeah, like, what the heck changes a lot because yeah, because the first mission Cause like is the pretty, first mission is kind of big open. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty open. Kind of gets you used to everything, and then like the second then you mission go super linear. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, one stage you I guess the first time you you fight a core as a boss, I guess they figured they would just leave that as it is. That's like a that's like a I finished that stage in under two two minutes because I because I I defeated it thinking okay what's next and it's like all this right is the mission yep. good job I was like that's the whole mission yeah I've had <laughs> you a jump lot of off those a cliff type. fight the core and that's it yeah there's yeah. a lot of those missions I feel like are like like a minute two minutes long yeah right? man. you got to get really some wins is. under your belt to build your confidence back up that's, okay that's part of it is like this feels super simple and super easy and then. And then, Here's Beltius or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, yeah. He's about to put it in your ass well, I don't know for the, the next hour or two. The, the strap in, but the cloaked ones messed me up a little bit too. Oh, see, I thought those were simple too. Really? Yeah, they died in like one shot. 
<laughs> when when I whenever I can find them. And then that boss wasn't fun either. Well, that's what you use a machine gun. You just spray everywhere and you hit something. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have a machine gun. Yeah. <laughs> See? That that is the other thing though that I do like about the, the armor core is that the making people use all the different tools. Oh yeah, definitely. Because and, the difference between that and the Souls games is like in the Souls games you pick something and you you do you max out that. That's your best bet, right? Like if you decide that you're gonna do melee, like you know this type of weapon, you max out the stuff for that. That's gonna give you your most efficient way of of going through the game. You want to do magic. Good luck, but also you have to put all the stuff in magic to make sure that that's effective. And this is like, no, you need to you need to learn how all of these things work. You need to figure out. It's not even about like what's the best combos. It's situational stuff. So yeah, like what what Zach was just saying about the machine gun, you do that instead of trying to find you know lock on and, and pop them, you spread out. If they can't take hits, then it's not about accuracy. Then it's about just making sure they can't dodge it. Yeah. Like, I've seen a lot of people when I was watching different streams. It's like, man, I see a lot of people using flamethrowers. It's not really one that uh, type of weapon I would go with in a, in, in a lot of the Armored Core a games. flamethrower in the game? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see. I have not yet. I, I've yet to see anything called or resemble a flamethrower in the shop or anything. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't even know when you when you get it, but I was watching somebody do it, and it was like, oh, that's a very smart way to... to but I know there's, like, hitting crates in every level that unlock extra parts. I've only nice. found one. Yeah, I haven't found a one, and I looked. <laughs> I, I only found one because Jonathan told me, and this was, like, halfway through Chapter 2. I was like, oh, let me look. And the first level I looked, I found one, but I haven't found one since. Yeah, go back and replay now. No, nah, I'm not doing that. I don't do that. <laughs> what if you, if you go back to the Bro, mission? I, if, so, if you, I guess my... My biggest gripe of Armor Core 4, 6, Six. whatever the fuck it is, is you cannot play multiplayer until you beat Chapter 2. It's, it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I get the I only idea bought the game to play multiplayer. I had no intentions of playing the campaign. I just wanted to play multiplayer. And now I, it forced me to play campaign, which is fine, whatever. But I, it's like... I was getting so I, what part of it I was getting frustrated. I'm like, dude, this game is so simple, and then there's huge uh, difficulty spike, and then it gets simple again, and then huge. It's like I just want to play fucking multiplayer. <laughs> try to get to the dance. They I probably I, try to make sure you have access yeah. to all the parts and stuff. And say parts and and in some sort of, I won't say like barrier of entry, but like it kind of is because if somebody like just couldn't beat the second chapter. They technically couldn't yeah, yeah, get access to the content. Probably not going to beat anybody that's sitting around waiting for for you in multiplayer either. You don't know that. <laughs> I do different against real people than I do against machines. Mm-hmm. That's just true. Okay, it's a diff- It's like especially when the chapter two boss cheats. There you go. See, you can't do that. You can't change directions before you slam down. Mm-hmm. Unless those are parts you get later. <laughs> yeah, they do home though bosses because that was ace combat was complaining about that it was like i i dodged and he changed he changed mid yeah 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 i kept telling him when he pulls out those flame swords run away what you mean and he would he would he would just do the little short dashes i know no 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 no. you turn your ass around (laughs) and you assault uh, assault rush away (laughs) you gotta get out of dodge for a second you gotta get out of there reassess we'll come back and we'll figure it out he aimed those flamethrowers down get ready to jump Free advice. <laughs> so, 
was a little disappointed yesterday. Game Pass told me Sea of Stars came out on the 28th. Yeah. So, after midnight, it's 28th. Oh, games never... Have you not learned in the, like, the last two years that we've had Game Pass that they never come out at midnight? I know in my heart of hearts. It was going to let me do it. <laughs> I just wanted to see the, I just wanted to see the intro. I said, yeah. oh, I just wanted to just, you know, taste it out a little bit. They've yeah, never everybody's playing Armor Core. I wanted to taste something new. Okay? I'm playing Baldur's Gate, and it takes me two hours to make 15 minutes of progress because I got to <laughs> reassess and reload. Okay? I'm trying to sneak around stuff, and, and I, I can't pass stealth checks, but I don't trust any of my party members because I want me to do it. So I won't try to play something else. I couldn't. I'll play tonight though. Tomorrow, I guess. I'll I'll have time to play nothing. Yeah. Unfortunately. But you got some armor core in, you should be happy. You got the chance to do that. And yeah. Now it's my turn. I, I mean I should be a cha- I should be in into chapter two by now. Um but yeah, I'm looking forward to trying out Sea of Stars. I'll sp- try it out one day this week, I know. I already pre installed it, so Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just just waiting for the confirmation. It's probably like five gigs. Oh, it was less uh, than that. I think, was, I think it's like three or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was about to say, why would yeah. you need to pre-install that? It takes oh, like two yeah, seconds. Just in it's case. Always, yeah. It's already there. Yeah. 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 Now, my, my goal is to try and beat that before Starfield comes out. I'll definitely, I'll definitely get trying it. Trying to beat, what, what game are you trying to beat? You my Armor Core? <laughs> no, see if Star- Bro, Star- stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Hey, I got, what, two weeks? Yeah, no. for, for Starfield? Um, Wait, Starfield next week? Starfield is Friday. Starfield is Friday. If not this if Friday. You, if, if you pre-ordered like like the collector's edition or whatever thing. Starfield is Friday because you can pay 30 bucks and get the collector's edition bonuses. Yeah. So And get to be able to play Friday. I'm playing Friday. Okay. Are you really? Oh, yeah. Nah, I'm not. I'm, I'm game passing it. I'm game passing it. <laughs> well, see, all you got to do, all you got to do, if you got game pass, wait a week. you can just yeah. upgrade it. It's not even a week. It's like five days. It's five days too long. I need yeah. it. I hadn't pulled the trigger yet. You need it. You still have to play Sea of Stars and Sea of Stars. Be there. And, <laughs> that's uh, kind of the way Baldur's I Gate. Like, Bro, I'm not going to finish Baldur's Gate first and foremost. <laughs> if I say Baldur's Gate is what you need to finish, right, right, I'm but, not going to finish but Baldur's Gate. You can Gate. save thirty dollars. Yeah, and just play Baldur's and Gate play for Baldur's next Gate week. and Sea of Stars until Starfield actually comes out. Yeah, it'll it'll all depend on how much I enjoy Sea of Stars because I need because they're both RPGs and I need something that's 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 going to take my mind off of. Failing all these roles, <laughs> like my gosh, bro! I got plus plus eight to this role. What are, what are we doing? I can't get fourteen. I couldn't roll a six or higher on oh, twenty yeah. die. Come on, man, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> like with the and I use the inspiration to re-roll it still. Like man, I'll, I'll burn three inspirations <laughs> on a fucking roll. Let's go, baby! On the dialogue option, yeah. <laughs> just a persuasion. It has no real long-standing effect on even the outcome of the quest. But I need to win it. I need to. I need to know that I won. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm. I'm doing the the whatever the stealth part is in in the tower, and I'm trying to sneak, and it's gonna be bad. I know it's gonna be bad. You heard about the dark urge? Okay, so what is it? Because I've I've heard it, it was, mentioned. It was briefly explained to me. I didn't know what it was. Apparently. When you make a character, mm-hmm. when you start a game and make a character, mm-hmm. there's like a dark urge option. Yeah, like like your 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 uh, trait or whatever. No, it's like a it's, a character, right? Y- yeah, it's like you know how you can choose like custom character or origins. Yeah, there's a, in the origin character, I think is it in the origin character? I don't remember. Where it I is. think it's in any of them actually. You just hit 
uh, the Dark Orge portrait, and then you create your character. Oh, okay, okay. So you start off as that's the base. And basically, it it changes, it alters the game, mm-hmm. and you'll have like a voice in your head telling you to kill everything. Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Do you get like bonuses for doing all of that in Stronger or something? I don't. I don't know. I haven't I done it yet. yet. I, I don't know. I planned on because I had made a, a basically it. a Dark Paladin. Oh yeah, you were telling me. Yeah, I okay. made an Oathbreaker, a Drow, Oath. Breaker Paladin with necromancy. Oh wow! Getting real dark just, with it. It's just everything wrong. I told I told him he sounded like a last boss. <laughs> like he was on the path to to doing something great. And I was like, it, and then somebody told me about the dark urge. I'm like, well, maybe I need to. Yeah, I think you campaign. should. I think you should add that that layer to it. Because <laughs> if you're gonna go to the dance, you know, you might as well you know get some punch. So let's go and just start slaughtering the masses. You know. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. One more thing. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> put put another thing. Look, how are these other companies gonna deal with being able to play the game that many different ways? I mean, like they don't have the ability, you know, or the brain power to even think of something that that amazing. So how would they be? Yeah, how, how are they able to compete? How, how dare you expect that from anyone else? It's like nobody nobody told you that we wanted you to do all that. No, seriously, we just wanted your games not to suck, man. Yeah. <laughs> We don't need we don't need seventeen origin stores and none of that. We just no. need the games, the games to not suck. We just need the game to work. I'm not trying to pile add on stuff down my throat. Just just give me a full game at launch and let me play it. Well, like Zach said before, before we get into these Gamecom trailers, like people want to show these trailers about all this like CG and all of this like epic predetermined cutscene stuff. It's like man. Make your gameplay better. Stop stop worrying about how crisp these polygons look on every single motion capture and all that. Make your gameplay better. Make the game feel better. Make the controls more fluid. Like, focus on whatever you need to do to make your game the best version. If your game is dialogue-driven, then stop writing terrible dialogue. You know, if you got action-based stuff, make the action feel good and, and play well and, you know, just do better. Yeah, Because you're about to get drowned because, I mean... None of the, none of those those subpar games that they be making is gonna be anywhere near these game of the year lists and and sales are starting to reflect it and you know definitely this year. Oof. There's not enough. They, hey, the pocketbook is tight. Okay, we don't have we ain't got time to be wasting money potentially. Mm-mm. What we got coming up? All right, <clears throat> so I figure we'll go through some of these trailers. Uh, I'm pulling a lot of this from IGN. They had the most stuff. Yeah. I mean, they were there. So. Yeah, they had a... So I'm going to throw trailers up, and you might have random uh, people talking in between. But Yeah, they were doing like the... The sit-downs and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. <clears throat> so uh, Some I good just, stuff, too. There's no particular order. I'm just pulling a bunch of stuff that seems interesting. Yeah. Sure, you got um, the Homeworld 3 one, right? I do one. have Homeworld 3 up, oh. and I'm going to let you have your time <laughs> while we all take a nap. Oh. You know, it's been, a, it's been a hey long man, your bro- his brother asked me about not like a homeworld three. I was like, I'm not Zach. What are you talking about? Like, what happened? So he came in to buy the switch uh, Saturday, right? And he's like, so why don't you like homeworld three? And I was like, first of all, I've never said that. I don't, I don't care about homeworld three either or either way. I I've like, never said I don't like it. I just like to give no one shit about it. Uh-huh. I was, I'm not the one falling asleep every time he starts talking about it. It's, it's not my thing. And, and then he said the same thing that Nolan said, the Z-axis. And I was like, ah. It, 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 whatever. It changed, it changed, it changed everything. 
<laughs> really did. Bro, first of all, you telling me that there's another thing for me to watch out for in a game? Like, yes. that's going to make me make me be like, oh, cool. Something else somebody can do to me. <laughs> like, that's not what I think about when I hear strategy games with more things to worry about. That's why I can't play, like, the King Arthur games and, and, and Universalis and all those. I don't want to manage everything. I want to think I'm managing. I want civilization mm-hmm. where I click crop and I get crops, not... <laughs> I didn't go back and tell them to water the crop so they forgot and they dried out. That's what you want to do. Okay. I don't want to micromanage all this. But anyway. Anyway. Got me tight getting the, accosted about Homeworld 3. <laughs> well, this is what I'm here for. Shenanigan games, baby. Okay. Killer clowns from outer space. Oh, is that what this is? Yeah. The game. Oh, that's right. Elphonic is mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is this? It is another us versus them in in similar vein of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing is it it appears there's three clowns, which is exactly the same as Texas Chainsaw Massacre in regards to the killers, but it doesn't it doesn't really show how many humans there would be because there's some scenes where it looks like it's like a dozen people running, um, but you can both sides can kill each other as well. I'm assuming that it's way easier for the clowns to kill, and they got all these different goofy, funny ways. So, I don't know if you two are, are any fans of the actual uh, film. Oh, I've seen them when I was no, young, I've never seen younger, them. and I hated them. You I don't not, do I don't do anything that hints to horror. That's okay. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not a big horror fan. First of all, yeah, and it was just something about the faces. You don't like the clowns. I usually don't buy clowns like some folks do, but no clown phobia. No, okay. I'm not particularly afraid of clowns. I just, I don't know. I just didn't never care for it. But, but I, but honestly, this game actually looks kind of, kind of, kind of cool. Now that they've actually showed what it is, mm-hmm. the um, this that series was like one of the series that I was more okay watching because it was so always so goofy. Like most of the eighties and early nineties horror, I watched against my will. I, I'm not a real <laughs> big horror fan, but they would be like, yeah, we finna watch child's play. I'd be like, bro, I play with action figures all day. I don't want to see this. It's like, yeah, but it's cool. Right. The doll is killing people and puppet master and all this other stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, you making any fun time feel like I can possibly get murdered. So I don't really enjoy it. But that uh, killer clowns was like, Oh, this is super goofy. And then some of the, the the kills and stuff like that would be kind of interesting how they would do it. So um, just from a, a nostalgia, it's not really heavy for me, but I think the actual the actual game will be fun. Hopefully it's on, like, Game Pass or something because I'm not giving the money for that, don't at least I, not off top. No. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I, I mean, it's not my type of game. Either, yeah, I'm either not way. a big Dead by Daylight, Texas Chainsaw, yeah. Friday the 13th type person, like, I see why they're fun and why people yeah. enjoy them. I just are not mm-hmm. for me. Not for me. Yeah, I, I had to tell myself very early in the Friday Thirteenth that we have to. I have to make sure I, I never take any of those games too serious because if you try to win, like if you you try to expect to win at those games, they become instantly not fun because people are dumb. Like, I I understand why I feel like most people would get murder balled by the super serial killer, not even <laughs> because they got like extraordinary abilities. But also, like, people people panic. They're panicking with the controller in their hand. Somebody was out here actually murder, murdering people around you. Yeah, you're going to panic. You're going to break down. But yeah. and I think that's one of my problems with those games is they are purely for entertainment and to have fun. 
and I'm more of a competitive mm-hmm. gamer, and I want to play competitive games. So I think that's why I don't have any joy in it. Yeah, I have to I have to shut that part off because yeah. it's like I still try to win, but it's like oh, if I don't get it, uh, you know, uh, we got killed. He stabbed me up good because the first like I think like the first week of Friday Thirteenth was like part. Part fun, but part like, ah, my God, do you guys' hands not work? Why are you doing it? He's right there. I'm dead, huh? So I got to be dead because you just couldn't. Because, yeah, because you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I, you put me getting caught in the bear trap because you put the bear trap in front of me instead of putting it in front of the door where he was coming from. So I didn't know. I thought you was him. I'm not Jason. I'm a little white girl. Come on, man. <laughs> feel like you tried to kill me. That and that would be the other thing, too, is other people's ability to make you die. It's like, hey, man. Starting to look suspicious. You're starting to like you working with him and not not against him. But yeah, it'll be fun. Whatever, whenever the killer clowns come out. So we got Like a Dragon, the man who erased his name. So this is the Kazuyu Kiryu version, where it's gonna be beat 'em up style, not the uh RPG. RPG yeah. yeah, class changing, which I do like more, but I do still like the beat 'em up version. Like the beat 'em up version is fantastic, but I just enjoyed the other one more because of the silliness in it and just the, uh, you know, the story. He's Kiryu's a more stoic, like protagonist. Like he's all just like the honorable man who does the right thing, and also I can punch your head off almost uh, and beat you with like a stop sign. But also, I'm doing that with honor. <laughs> Like I slammed your head in between a car door with honor, mm-hmm. but there's something ever since he uh, basically went away because he almost had like a Goku like uh, issue where people would always come to do the town harm if he was there because all these people from his past kept popping up. So he's like, "Well, I just got to disappear so that everybody else could be safe," type of thing. Uh, yeah, but that doesn't work. Come on, the old trope. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the 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 good guy that does bad things. He never stays. Whenever there's peace finally is reached, he never stays there because he doesn't deserve to be there. He has to go. Mm-hmm. So always trying to atone. So I have no idea what it, what their what the story is going to be for him coming back into the light. But you know they'll make it fun. I'm sure they're going to have. If the if if it keeps the same tone as the other ones, it'll have a serious storyline, and then it'll have you going to do karaoke or yeah, and a like bunch of a goofy task. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And and the thing I always liked about the Yakuza games is like you get rewarded for embracing the goofy side quests and stuff. Like you really get really good items, and a lot of times you get you know money and because um, in one of the games, well, a couple of the games, you gotta you gotta run the nightclubs and. You know, you got to hire the best girls, so that means you got to yeah. go out recruiting. You know, it's it's kind of it's kind of a little goofy, but then you know, I mean, a little, little greasy. But then he's like, "No, we at our club though. We you know, <laughs> we don't do that. We out here banging the customers. <laughs> we just you know let them think that they're kind of dating the girls for a nominal fee. Mm-hmm. You know, no hanky panky." Well, I think that's actually something that happens in Japanese culture. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I think but, they have those bars where they have. Oh like, yeah, yeah. But they definitely do. They're not escorts, but they're yeah. like no. They're uh, I forgot what they called them. Um, they yeah. call them soap clubs. But there's a yeah. They, it was featured in. I don't know if any of y'all watched uh, Tokyo Vice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a big part in that show. Yeah, the um, it's really good. You should. It's like the 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 thing about about the. Though. 
the the clubs on there is like there are some where you know they'll they'll cross that line, but the clubs that he runs they don't you know they always stick by the book and stuff like that. But he also looks like he's got a lot of powers, and yeah. that is not something that he has had before. There was the like implication of like spirit and like you know the the man fighting with honor can you know throw a punch that has like the the, the glow around it, but not for real, for real. Mm-hmm. But now he actually is just nah, he's just like lighting him. Yeah, Spider Man, bro. I have no Shoot idea. Webs out of his hands, bro. He's got an electric web. He had explosions that was happening. So I he's reached a whole new. Uh, Level of chi. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it looks like he still got the different, because that was the thing he used to have different styles or like, yeah. Um, like ones for more quick attacks and stuff like that, ones for more uh, power. Yeah, then grapples and stuff. I always just specced into the grapple tree early in the game. So it still has a very similar fighting system, which, to be completely honest, eventually the fighting system does become button mashy. But that's usually because you're at the end of the game and your skills are maxed out and you don't really have to actually, like, try to fight. Yeah. Yeah, you just... Just square, 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 square. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing, and it's like, oh, it's a boss. Square, triangle, square. Square, 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 square. <laughs> but, I mean, it looks like more of the same, which definitely isn't a bad thing in that case. No, not at all. Not at all. All right, so I think this next game is... Called Off the Grid, and I think it's a brand new IP. Oh, snaps. Got some Matrix stuff going on. Off the grid. Have you already heard it? I'm trying to remember if I saw this one. It's a shooter. I think it's a third person shooter, too. Hey, man, we need more of those. I know. Okay, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this, this, uh, this guy. Um, yeah, this is very interesting. So is is this a it it's a multiplayer game, right? But is it also I don't know. It looks like it's multiplayer. I remember when we first saw it, it I said this reminds me of Mag for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Like the the landscape reminds me of Mag. Not necessarily there's not two hundred and fifty six players on the screen, but there should be. <laughs> but it also seems like he's fighting against like NPCs at some point. Almost too. like division. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to make of it. Well, he's talking about cybernetic limbs, and, I mean, you got jetpacks. Like, they, I mean, it looks. Oh, you got robot arms and legs. Yeah, it looks like it. I mean, it looks fun. You know, everything I've seen of it looks fun. I don't. We don't know what the black stuff is. That seems kind of weird. It's like, you know, some tar, but it's, it's bubbling. Mm-hmm. But then that looks like he was with, you know, some people. Yeah, it's something to maybe keep our eyes out on. It looks like there's probably like different ways to build your character for, to be able to do different stuff. They're showing people running, showing people flying, and yeah. So I don't. I mean, something to keep our eye on. Uh, more third person shooters. I like first person shooters, obviously, but more third person shooters is fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm always happy to see new IPs, people trying things. Like in in, I hope we keep doing. Like more futuristic, more like if we're gonna do, if we're not gonna do present day shooter stuff. Do future, you know, do do twenty twenty five years in the future. Do do robot stuff. Like don't 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 put me in nineteen forty two. I don't I don't want to do that anymore. Because <laughs> I just think that the creativity, like this game, looks like super creative. Like they got trip wires and stuff, and I mean, 
I don't think anybody's really doing stuff like that uh, besides maybe like Rainbow Six. Yeah. All right. We've come to the time in the in the podcast where everybody can take a nap if they like. Because <laughs> we're going to let Nolan talk five minutes about his favorite game of all time. And the wax poetic? What do you even take five minutes? <laughs> You're right. Until <laughs> you go to sleep. We're talking about Homeworld 3. Oh, look at that. Come on, man. Come on. Tell me that ain't awesome. I mean, no, it looks cool. I just don't want to be on the receiving end of any of that because that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, the big reveal at Gamescom was the um, was the new mode. Um, I can never remember what the stupid mode is called, but it's, it's like a – they're saying it's like a road-like mode where you can go in with either you or uh, uh, two other fleets and you um, – you, you, you play the game. Everyone's mm-hmm. a little, little, a little bit diff- different, and you you'll earn uh, artifacts mm-hmm. every time you play, and that's what you carry with you when you win or lose. And they'll give you different perks and stat boosts and stuff like like that. Um, so that's the that's the new big thing that they're adding. I also saw that they um, they're 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 adding a battle pass to this game too. Which is like uh, in greasy, gotta have a battle pass. Apparently so, but just otherwise, um, you know, just the fact that there's a new home world is just. So is this game meant to be played more like versus then than than solo? Because I thought this um, was more of a. a not necessarily only a solo RTS, but like I mean, the the, the old games were always online too, even from the first one. So um, I mean, mu- multiplayer. There's 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 a pretty 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 big multiplayer like you know, folks out there that to this day still still play Homeworld one and two online. Um, I used to play Homeworld, especially Homeworld two. I played that a lot online. A new release date mm-hmm. or a new release month. February 2024? No, it's been that for a while now. Okay. So where do they play Homeworld 1 and 2 online? Is it like from the nursing home or do they go like... (laughs) (laughs) Do they go somewhere else to play? Everybody comes in with their walkers with the tennis balls on them. Mm -hmm. Plop down. Wherever you can get your hands on it. Probably playing on like a TI-83. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I had to go. I had to help. Uh Uh-huh. But no, the uh, the other big thing about this game is that uh, there's there's just like more stuff in the map now. Um, I mean, it looks so, it looks pretty it looks pretty pretty so, cool. I mean, you know, you could always have like a bunch of ships. If if your computer could run it, it would put as many ships as you could afford to build in the game. But back in the day, there were a lot of times it's like you would you would call out your whole fleet, and it's just like you're playing at about eight frames if your computer couldn't, couldn't exactly do it. <laughs> Stop motion animation. Yeah. Sometimes, but but now there's like um, you know, because you would play like in asteroid fields and debris fields and stuff like that, but it would usually just be like in the backdrop. But now the stuff is like it's like there, so yeah, <clears throat> you can use you know a giant asteroid to hide hide some ships ships behind, and then you know bring out your fleet around one side to make the enemies come around, and then bring the other fleet around the top of it and come, come at them. Or if there's a fleet with something with like a, like a lot of rail guns or something like that, that, that you need to hide from, you, you can fly behind something, let them exhaust their ammunition and come back and try to try to do it. So it's, it's, it's adding, you know, one more thing 
to kind of um, take into account as you're as you're playing this, you know, sprawling, wide open game because now the tech can handle a game like this, so they can put a whole lot more stuff into it. Gotcha. So, um, but yeah, I can't imagine there's any home world fans out there that are that aren't seeing this and going, "Oh my god, I can't wait!" And hopefully, there'll be some new home world fans. Um, you know, if you if you've been keeping up with the Epic Game Store stuff, you you could have got the first two games for free, uh, like three weeks ago, and then uh, the last game in the series that they made that was all based on the ground last week was free. So. Mm-hmm. And if not, just wait because either GOG or Steam will will put the Homeworld Collection on sale for like three bucks at some point. <laughs> <laughs> right before fall. game, we'll say right. Probably the next uh, the Steam fall sale. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but if you're interested in like sprawling space operas, kind of in the vein of Dune, like story wise, like kind of weird. So there is a and, story and, component too. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because so, that was that was my thing. Is like everything yeah. I saw about it, I thought it was one of those like you know story RTS. And oh, it definitely is. Um there, there's there's a story and a whole lore behind it and everything. I mean, you don't really need to know it to, you know, jump j- if you just want to jump into a space uh, uh, space RTS. You know, you don't really need to know the backstory to it, but if you keep up with it, it's 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 kind of cool. Like I said, it's kind of it's kind of in the vein of Dune more than like Star Star Wars, I, I would say, where it's it's like you know, galaxy spanning weird stuff spanning over a thousand years and all that kind of weird stuff. But if you like RTS games and you like space operas, and you like any of that stuff, home world's the way to go. Nice. So I'm excited for it. It's, 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 it would have been one of the games I would have made time to play this year, but kind of thank God it got pushed back to See? early next year. Zach was trying to help you out, mm-hmm. trying to spread out your palette. Yeah. So it's not competing against Baldur's Gate and Zelda and everything else that came out this year. It can hopefully get a little more shine on its own, but we'll see what it Nah, it's, gonna, out it's still going to get drowned, bud. We'll see. Uh-oh. I'm, I might try it out if it's on Game Pass. I doubt it will be on Game Pass. I know it won't be. That's why no. I said that. <laughs> Gearbox owns it now, so which I'm sure they're the ones pushing for the stupid battle pass but we'll we'll see how that works out i'll check it out we'll see depends on if i finished games by then. Nah, yeah. yeah by february nah you might have just got finished with uh Crazy thing, we don't Four. even we don't even know what's coming out in the first three months of next year no we really don't you got taking eight and homeworld taking eight and homeworld is pretty yeah. much the the kind of two big names right now and i'm pretty sure there's gonna be something that gets announced like near the november october Oh shoot! It might be it might be like in the next few weeks because uh, Tokyo Game Show, like September thirteenth or something like that. Is right? it in September? I yeah. thought it was in October. So that's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that 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 whole yeah, it's just gonna keep snowballing. Yep. Yep. All right. So the next thing is a game that's been, I think they announced it what back in 2019, 2020? Yeah. It's been it's been a it's been a long time. Uh, and that's Path of Exile 2. We're finally getting some gameplay longer than a minute. Um, and there it looks good. Yeah. Um, more what's uh makes Path of Exile good, but looks real smooth. 
Graphically looks pretty, like looks nice. I mean, it's basically like a Diablo clone, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's free to play Diablo. Yeah, and honestly, I thought it was better than when it came out. Oh yeah, up better until than... Diablo Four, I thought it was the best of its of that genre, mm-hmm. even better than the Diablos. So. Yeah, yeah. I remember in the early days of the store, I would see you playing it all the time. Yeah, it's like what is this crap? <laughs> Playing some Path, bro. Playing some hardcore Path to Exile. Yeah, I and put. Oh no, the folks that play this game, they they are into it. Yeah, I put a ton of hours because that's when I started playing right before uh, before we opened this mm-hmm. place. Yeah, yeah, we was we was and me and Steven and McIntosh and you and Jonathan online, we was all playing and game kill my character. I, I'm checking out, man. They play hardcore mode, so you die, you die. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't. It's the first game that I've ever done like a hardcore mode. Because I'm saying with like you, I like I don't want to lose my character. Yeah. But for some I, reason, this enticed me to do that. Does it get easier e- each time? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Well, and I think the reason it was okay with this one is because it gave me opportunities to try new builds. That's yeah. And also, the game is free to play. Yeah. Like that. That that eases me because it's like okay. I I didn't spend forty bucks or fifty bucks, and you're starting fresh again. Yeah, but, but yeah, good. I mean, I I enjoy it. like the game, like you said, the gameplay of it in, in the the first one was really smooth. Like they had a lot of customization, a lot of like it never felt like. I mean, I know I died, but like when we were doing the actual combat and stuff like that, I never felt like I, I my bill wasn't able to do damage and you could just switch at the drop of a hat pretty much and yeah. just go into a whole other direction. Completely retool your character. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, I, I can't wait. Hopefully, I don't know if they set a date on it yet or not. I don't I don't think so. I don't remember seeing the date. I mean, they're showing a lot of gameplay of it. So yeah, it might be another five years. <laughs> I mean, Path, Path of Exile One is still it's still chugging along, right? All right? So let's talk about something that just came out. I'll let you kind of mm. jump on this one, Darius, because you kind of know a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Wayfinder, you know, we we we've talked about it uh, at least you know five or six times. Um, just to kind of give people a background, it is it is a MMORPG, but you don't make like brand new characters. You pick heroes basically, um, that they call Wayfinders, and you're basically trying to it's a PvE game, and you're trying to purge whatever this this like growing chaos that's destroying the land and all of that. Uh, but it just came out and it is it's it's not free to play. You have to at least pay 20 bucks to get access to it. Um, but apparently they did not anticipate as many people buying it, um, at least day one, because they launched with very, very terrible and not not enough servers, basically. So they end up having queues that were based on like 10,000 plus people queues. And one of the things that really soured a lot of people on it was when you first start the game, you pick a Wayfinder, and it, and it has you go through like a tutorial, and it's telling you about the different moves. And all the each of the Wayfinders have their own their own skill sets, their own set of moves, and everything. And it's basically you get, your class, yeah, a typical MMO. And when you get to the end of it, it says because you have to use you get a you get a token to unlock one, and then you have to use either 
uh, currency that you buy or you have to, you know, earn enough points to unlock the uh, other wayfinders. So when you got ready to pick your first one, if you said you wanted to try somebody else out, it threw you back into the beginning of the queue. Um, end of the queue. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, the end of the queue. So now you're now you're one of you know you're you're ten thousand in the queue of ten thousand after you've only played for ten minutes doing this tutorial, uh, and finding out you didn't like the class that you picked at first. Like it, this game doesn't have a big big room for error, and it looks like it's it's already burned through a lot of the goodwill that it could have had. And I mean the the. Part I played of the alpha, because I hadn't even played a beta. I only got into the closed alpha. But, I mean, it, it played fine. Uh, it was it was easily played with both keyboard and mouse or, or a controller. So, like, it was smooth. I played um, a couple different characters, and they, they, they played fine. Like, it seemed interesting. And now it seems like it's having a very terrible start. And usually when the Internet jumps on you negatively, it's, it's very hard to come back. So, they said during Gamescom that they were opening up more servers, but from what I was reading, people was like, yeah, it went from having 10,000 people queues to having 5,000 people queues. So, which, you know, does better. speak to... It goes from two-hour wait to a one-hour wait. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which, I, I mean, we talked a little bit about this, was it Friday, I yeah. guess? And I don't understand why they don't... Overestimate. Overestimate the servers you need. So, let's just say, for example... That they opened up with 20 servers and they had this problem. Why wouldn't they purchase 50 servers, but at launch, open the 20, gauge what the queue is going to be like that. Oh, it's a shitload. Let's open more servers and until you get to where you need to be, where, you, where you're comfortable, where there's no queue, uh, where, which might be 40 servers. And so you have those 10 extra servers and say, okay whoever you rent the service from, talk to them prior to all this. Hey, we're not sure exactly how many we're going to need, but we want to reserve 50, but we might only use 20, 30 or 40. Is there a deal that we can work out? Like, Hey, we can use them. If we don't end up using them, we can get a big chunk of our money back from the servers that we rented. So I, I want to pay you like 10% to reserve these. Mm -hmm. And then if we use them, we'll pay you, you know, yeah, finish it out. Yeah. Cause Having launches like this is terrible. Terrible for everybody. Yeah, because, yeah, there'll be people that love your game and will wait and will wait through all this mess, but there's a lot of people that if they bought the game, queued up, and it says two-hour wait, they're just going to refund it. Well, that and, like, think about the people who are waiting for first impressions. Yeah. Like, if you release a game and it's well, I mean, literally, Baldur's Gate 3, you release a game and everybody says no wait, Hey, everybody, stop what y'all doing. This is really good. You guys should be giving this a chance. Anybody who's on the fence is going to start doing it. And people who, and when you start getting all the good traction, what happens? You, you, your name, your game pops up higher on Steam and like everything just snowballs in your favor. But if you do this now, it's snowballing the other way. And I mean, you can, you can put out press releases and you can get the servers after the fact, but like the damage is. It's done. done yeah. yeah, like I, I mean, I don't really, I don't know what you do. Like, you have to do what they're doing as far as opening up more servers and everything. But like, how do you, how do you make the goodwill back up? And I'll be honest with you too, based on what I was seeing from the packages that they have, um, it's it's not a cheap game. Like, yeah, you can get the base game and get one character unlocked for for twenty bucks. But if you wanted to start with you know 
three characters, you got to pay ninety dollars. Yeah. And it's got like it's already got two season passes uh, built in. Yeah. Um, like I don't know. It's it's. It seems like the thing that they they should have focused on, which should be obvious at this point, they didn't. It's like we've had so many problems with games launching and underestimating their what they're going to launch with. Like this is not like something that's, that's happened once or twice. This oh, happens no, yeah. all the time, and I don't. I never understood it. Like, why do you underestimate your game? Like I guess that. it is money. I was like, maybe uh, and and that's what I'm saying. Maybe you need to talk to these these companies that that run these servers and like come up with a, like a plan prior to it launching and not, yes. not be reactory, but be pre proactive. Yeah. Yeah. And like that's, that's really what, I mean, that's what it comes down to is like, what are you, what are you planning that you felt that you were only going to get that many people and that was going to be enough servers to deal with those many people and not planning on the possibility of you having a better than expected launch. So it's like you only expected to do that well. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't understand. I don't know. There's got to be a better way. Yeah, there has to be. We got to do better. Do better wayfinder, but also not give you any money. So figure it out. Um All right, so let's talk about some new stuff coming out still. Some good Go back stuff. To that. Murphy. So what we got here? RoboCop Rogue City. Um, there was some more developer conversation about things that RoboCop can and can't do in the game. One of the cool things that they mentioned is that the gun is upgradable. So you obviously RoboCop's gun is bad ass without any upgrades. Right. It's a very iconic gun. Yes. Yes. And there's going to be ways you can you know, have armor piercing and explosive rounds and just all kind of shenanigans, which lends itself to be even more fun with all the uh, the uh, goriness of the kills and everything. And then you got to have stuff like, because you're not very fast and agile. He's RoboCop. He's a walking tank. You got to have, you know, your your health recharges and things like that, which, I mean, that's cool with me. Hopefully all of that stuff is upgradable. Uh, I'd imagine it is. Like cool down reductions, and maybe mm-hmm. you get more health when you do the repair thing. Yeah, and obviously the slow down things probably got to have some some uh, some upgrades, last longer, recharges faster. By the end of the game, I'm I want to be on I want to be you know God mode basically. <laughs> they did mention the weapons outside of RoboCop's gun. Like first and foremost, the guy <laughs> the developer was saying like. You know, it's such an iconic weapon, and, you know, it's so strong. Why would you want to use anything else? But they're like, we, they knew people would want to, you know, pick up weapons. So you technically can. You just can't carry them from one instance to the next. So if you're in the first room and you go through the door where it loads, that gun's going to be gone. But you can grab, like, somebody's Uzis or assault rifles and all that and use them. launcher or something like that in the game that mm-hmm. you'll probably need for bigger enemies and stuff like that in fact them big what what are those big armor things that they were trying to replace him with I don't remember what they're called now but they look cool yeah because I feel like that's inevitably going to be like the the tough fight oh my goodness throw a trash can at him yeah. now yeah. weren't they weren't they kind of fixed in the second film yeah they the, accidentally killing folks yeah but they were still it, I mean 
no human should have control over all them robots, though. Mm-hmm. That was the other part. Um, it takes place uh, between two and three. Between two and three, yeah. So timeline-wise for all you fans out there. Oh, yeah, and they show more detective stuff, more actual, like, not combat things. So yeah, this, and this is what made me get a little more interested in it. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, so it's not just walk slow and shoot everything. That's cool. I mean, that, if the game was just walk slow, shoot everything, I, I would still have a great time. But, yeah, you know, a break from the action, you know, something to yeah. interrupt it a little bit. That's cool. Investigation stuff, uh, trying to disarm a bomb strapped to somebody's chest. <laughs> Maybe we do some negotiations, you know. Yeah. I might fail the negotiations, but that's okay. I'm RoboCop. And didn't you say that you couldn't shoot people that didn't have guns? Yeah, they're like, you don't get to just immediately start popping uh, people in the face because you see them. Like, they have to have done something uh, to to qualify that type of force, lethal force or whatever. So you might be able to still punch people without them having done anything. But even then, I, I'm pretty sure because like RoboCop, he is he does have like like controls in place technically. Yeah, uh, uh, artificial moral system. Yeah, so it's like okay, he won't be able to just you know this isn't Grand Theft Auto RoboCop edition where you can just start the game and be like, hey, it's a guy, shoot him in the head. Uh, yeah, I got five stars now, or whatever. So <laughs> I also think this game isn't going to be full price, if I'm not mistaken. I felt like I saw that somewhere. I don't know. I remember seeing some game at Gamescom where they announced the price, and I was like, oh, it could have been this. Yeah. It's like a $40 game or mm-hmm. something. But even so, this will be a good this will be a good a good way to interrupt whatever I'm, you know, pretending that I'm trying to beat before the next game comes out. This game makes me wish that like rentals were still a thing. <laughs> yeah, this definitely seems like a rental game. Like, bro, just a Friday to Sunday extravaganza. I beat it. It was great. It was fun. Yep. There you go. I hope it's on Game Pass. <laughs> hey. That's I, basically what Game Pass has become is a rental. Yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah. It functions really well, doesn't it? Yep. You want to try something out for the weekend? Here you go. It's like now almost any time I see a game coming out, is it on Game Pass? It's a good question to ask. I think I think it's just a great Especially question Especially if it's to ask. something that you're not 100% sure you want to pull, uh, buy, mm-hmm. but you kind of want to try it out. Yeah. So I just want to get a taste. You know, this might this might be for me. It might not be. Mm-hmm. This got pushed back, right? Stalker two. Yeah, this was supposed to come out two years ago. Mm-hmm. But then um, war in Ukraine. Man. Yeah, the Russia Ukraine stuff happened, and yeah. I think their development studio is yeah, in Ukraine. In the yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They are. They are. They are defending their country. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because some of the developers started. They they yeah. joined up, man. Yeah. It's like they're one of like three development companies that I know of. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the title. This is Stalker 2 we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, which isn't that supposed to, isn't that a Game Pass game though? Um, I know it was at Microsoft's booth, so it might be. Yeah, I, like, I want to say this was a Game Pass game. Uh, yeah, because it was supposed to come out uh, when Atomic Heart was originally supposed to come out, and that got delayed too. Oh, yeah. Even though that's not, you know, same issue, but yeah, yeah they were supposed to like, and it was, it's like, hey man, they're getting a lot of these uh big name first person shooter, but not like traditional sh- first person shooter games at the same time. So maybe you know, it'll be better for both of those titles to come out different times. Got to get, gotta get the screws. But I mean, everything about the game, I I I've been on board for this game for a while. Um, uh, 
there's there's nothing. There's no reason why I don't think this game will be a, a, a very solid game. Be creepy, you know. Got definitely gets the uh, Metro twenty thirty three itch scratched. Mm-hmm. Which they were at Gamescom, weren't they? What did they do? They they had a booth. Um, I don't think they had like anything playable, but they were there. And I don't know if they're just kind of like talking to people about a game, but hey, we still exist. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind another entry into that. I don't know how you can keep making games for it because I thought it was based on the book series. So this is a game that I'm looking forward to. I know Blasphemous 2 came out on this last week, and I, I don't know when the fuck I'm going to play it. <laughs> um, but then there's this game called The Last Faith. Yeah. Um, oh, which yeah. is that same Dark Souls, Metroidvania type 2D platformer game. Um, that gothic, that sixteen bit gothic art style is just oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, you can't go wrong. A man got guns though. We got guns and uh, guns and and swords and shields and all of that and powers. Yep, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I just wanna, you know, hey, no, hey man, shout it out real quick. Yeah, yeah, it does look good. Those are those are that's one of those games. Every time I go on Steam, and like I don't get I don't get as many Metroidvanias as Zach recommended to me. So every time I come across one, I highlight it, and it's like, yeah, Zach wants this. Like ah, he's already because I'll I'll sometimes be like, oh yeah, I wonder if Zach knows about this. It's like yeah, it's on his it's on his want, his wish list. He knows about it. So this is the uh, Hellboy Web of Weird, and this is um, me and Nolan were talking about it, like. This trailer, they were there were two trailers. There was a, a cinematic trailer, and then there was this gameplay trailer. And it don't look bad, but there are some spots where I felt like it didn't look. It, it looked stiff, as Nolan put it. Like it just, yeah. I'm not a frame guy, but sometimes it looks choppy. But it's also trying to be. It looks like stylized Mad from the from the original comics too. You said it looked like what? Mad World. Yeah, you know, yeah, it is a little mad, mad world. Yeah. Mad world with color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot about mad world. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> it's a Wii yeah. game, but it's gonna be violent. But we just use black and white, so you can't mm-hmm. can't really see it. Red everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And if you have a component cable, you have to turn it turn the resolution down, or it won't work. Which was weird, but whatever. Really? Uh, yeah. Every time I wanted to play it, I had to go into the settings and change it, or you couldn't see it. Anyway. Um, but yeah, that's like the big deal about this one is that, you know, the guy that created the original comics is like on board. That's, that's him on the left over there. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I, so I wonder if like the animation style and everything is kind of playing off of that. It's like supposed to be more of a motion comic mm-hmm. type of deal. But I mean, I love the art style. Yes. And it still looks cool. I'm I'm definitely going to give it a shot. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh the idea that you go to the different stages and as you go through the stages you get kind of power-ups and then you know, so you can you can kind of change how you are approaching it based on the power-ups that are offered and how you're dealing with the enemies. Like that's kind of cool. And I'm assuming that makes it kind of more replayable. Probably. Like, I don't expect this game to be that long, which is also another good thing. Like, there's a good chance I can get through it in, you know, a week or so. 
Yeah, I just saw. I just read something the other day where folks were kind of asking for shorter, sh- sh- shorter games. Because uh, we just got a string of like super long. Games. Yeah, yeah. And we're, Diablo we're, Four to Final Fantasy uh, sixteen, sixteen to Tears of the Kingdom, Tears, Tears, Tears of, of the Kingdom, Kingdom. Baldur's Gate. Oh, Gate, bro! I think Starfield. I think Baldur's Gate kind of, kind of really threw a threw a monkey wrench in the the long games thing because it was like, oh, we get a little break. No, no, not at all. No. It felt like Baldur's Gate wants to be the longest game. <laughs> and I know it will be when I start playing it. So so here's another new IP. It's called Stop Dead. I've never seen this, so. Oh, snap. So it's uh, oh, it's got the gun on the shrink? Yeah, it looks a little weird. It's like first-person Mirror's oh, Edge. Yeah, I did see this. I mean, not first-person Mirror's Edge, but Mirror's Edge, but you uh, shooting stuff and blowing up? It's, it's very like, stylized too. Yeah, it's like you control stuff telepath uh, uh yeah, telepathically with your hands, maybe. How you know where to go? You just run straight, but then uh how you know to jump through the other one that would jump over that one? I think he's just uh, doing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it says just, don't stop. Uh you probably just always going straight. Yeah. Until you get to certain places where you got to fight. Got some puzzle solving through a through a, a block at the door. Kind of how Mirror's Edge was though. You don't really stop. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, he just threw a cone, and made the dude explode. Strong cone. You know what this style reminds me of? Um, Killer Seven and Thirteen and all those types yeah. of games. The cell shaded, three D world. Hmm. I mean, it looks cool. I'm keeping an eye on it. Yeah. Feel like it like feels said, like I'm a perfect run game. See, um. New IPs. At the world on the stream. October 5th. Oh, snaps. Super soon. That's what I like to see. Yeah, that's the age. Let us know what's going to happen, and then, you know, coming soon. Uh, I didn't know about this until just now. So, have fun. What is this? Turok 3, Shadows of Oblivion. Okay, but like, but like Turok, uh, <laughs> right? Hey, man, this look like this look like the Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, this is like Turok two in a new setting. <laughs> man, I don't know what this is. Is this a new game? Or I don't like know. A, it was in the li- it was in the same list as all that Gamescom. And I, I mean, like, it's clearly like, like resolution wise and stuff. It is definitely now. Yeah, but it's but it's. The original graphics. graphics. Like yeah. it's a sixty four graphics, stylize right? Stylize it from like sixty four era graphics, or is this a game that somebody came back and finished twenty five years after the fact? That's what I'm that's what I'm looking at. I'm like, this looks like you know, somebody well, I mean, it definitely looks like Turok. But well, I mean, there's a lot of these games coming out this today. Yeah. They're, 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 we they're talked about this style. How did I not see this? This just looks crazy. Because Turok two was actually really good. Well, not really good, but a lot of fun anyway. Mm-hmm. Then they had what? Uh, the Turok without a number. Um, it was like Rage Wars or something like that. Mm-hmm. I can't they, remember they, what it was they, called. They uh, they rebooted this though, right? Like on like the Xbox One. Mm, I feel like they wanted to. I don't know if it ever came out. Oh. Well, man, I'm thinking about the other game with the Native American guy. Prey. Uh, Prey. Yeah, I'm thinking about Prey. No, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's been a recent Turok too. I think I, f- I felt like it. I'm just I'm, I'm looking it up. Uh, All right, then it's 2023. 
Atari. Hmm. Apparently, this was released on the Game Boy Color. To Rock 3? The sequel to Seeds of... Yeah. Yeah. It says... Huh. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. It says that it came out on the 64 and the Game Boy Color in 2000. Oh, wow. I have absolutely no So why are they showing at it at GamesCon? It said 2023 on the thing, though. So is it coming to what? I guess Steam. Steam, Steam and Epic. I think it says Steam and Epic. So they're just PC releases? Yeah, and it's probably, I mean, it obviously looks better than what it would have looked like on the 64. Well, as far as the clean, like cleaning it up and everything clearly, and, frame, yeah. and frame rate and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Turok Evolution came out on the PS2, Xbox, and GameCube in 2002. Okay. And then uh, a title just named Turok, a reboot that is unrelated to the previous games. Developed by Propaganda Games, uh, released in 2008 for 360 and PlayStation 3. Okay, that's the that's that's the last one I remember. Hmm. And then they have a couple of canceled games. They had one that was supposed to be on the Game Boy Advance that was canceled, and then they had a Turok Evolution sequel that never came out, and also Turok 2, which would be a sequel to the 2008 one that never came out. That's always one of those franchises that I you always hear praise about, but I never actually played a whole lot of it outside of the multiplayer of the first one. Yeah, see, that was the thing too. Is like because I was around the GoldenEye yep. um, era. Yeah. It, it was it was a game that I didn't I I didn't play like the actual stories of any of the sixty four era yeah, ones. I just played the multiplayers. Yeah, like. But then you hear people talking, yeah, don't you remember that game, Two Rock Man? Like, yeah, we played the multiplayer. It's like, no, nah, the story, story was pretty good. It's like, I, I, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Just seemed like some dude hitting dinosaurs. I think I played the 360 one. I'm almost positive I played played the 360 one and was not was not happy. Didn't seem that fun. Yeah, I played the old N64 games. I didn't know they made a third third one on the 64. So. It's 2000. It, it was came out much. super late. Yeah. Yeah. When the GameCube come out? 2001. Yeah. So it was very end of its life cycle. <laughs> it came out in 2000 and you didn't need an expansion pack to play it. Yeah. It's not even pushing anything. Yeah, because only three games required an expansion pack. Yep. Um, all right, so this next game I believe is another new IP. Uh, it is called Farah the Sundered Tribes. Maybe I can hit play. There we go. What is this? What is this art style? I feel like I've seen it in a, it's like in a cell three D cell shaded. Yeah, it reminds me of a certain game. I just can't think of off the top of my head. But that is very colorful, and it has a bunch of eyes. <laughs> Star Renegade was was pretty pretty fun, but it was a roguelike. Yeah, I actually played that. It was actually really good. Mm-hmm. It was a roguelike <laughs> RPG. If I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. This this looks very different from Star Renegade. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because Star Renegade was like sixteen bit. Yeah, sixteen bit, and it was like um time based mm-hmm. turn based RPG. I don't know what you call that. We're kind of like uh, was it Octopath Traveler mm-hmm. was that time based RPG type thing. I don't know what you call. It. What do you call that? 
You mean like when the, the meters fill up? Right. Where uh, everything it's called active time, time base. Active time battles. Yeah, yeah active, active time, time battles. battles. Okay. But this looks like a whole like. Action adventure. Yeah. So you got the Monster Hunter-esque type things going on. Um, I guess that's going to be a new requirement for now the monster, the, all the big monster fighters where you got to have something where you can Spider-Man swing. <laughs> I mean, it worked for. Uh, yeah, it did. Monster Hunter. Um. Whatever that last one was called. Uh, Iceborne or something? Icewind Dale? Icewind <laughs> Dale. Uh, no. Uh, whatever. Frostborn? No. That was expansion for World? No. The one after World. When I was on the, the Switch. The, the Switch, the one that got ported. Fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Monster Hunter, the Catalina Wine Mixer. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Prestige yeah. Worldwide. Why, why? The, I, don't, I don't know what it's called. The giant monster thing is, I guess, is is it's just having some sort of movement thing makes a lot more sense because now you can do on top and behind, and you can kind of get and grappling hooks are fun. They are, they are really fun, right? It's done right, yeah. But I don't know if the I don't know if the town building thing will like make up for being a, able to get into that monster hunter space. But it looks yeah. fast. It doesn't look like you're sluggish. Which no. Is good. Yeah, that's good. And that's always been my gripe of Monster Hunter games is you're sluggish. Like that, that that equipment is huge and you feel it. Yeah. It's like why am I why why is this reasonable hunting gear? You need a giant axe to be able to chop through the through this monstrosity. <laughs> that but, scene right there reminds me of uh oh dang it what's the the EA net game. Anthem. Anthem. Yeah, oh, yeah. You see the people. Right oh, yeah, it definitely. Anytime I see uh, <laughs> what appears to be a player and some friends mm-hmm. running to jump into Jumping action. Off of something, yeah. yeah, it's like, are they really doing that? Is that actually in the game now? <laughs> so I didn't think we'd talk about a Nexon game, but we're going to talk about a Nexon game. Uh, this is called The First Descendant. This kind of caught my eye. It, hey, first and foremost, it look, it looked really good. Visual, visually, it is there. Now everything after that, I, I, I'm I'm oh, unsure yeah, 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 yeah. of what the gameplay doesn't look half bad either. No, well, it's like I, it reminds me of uh, the game on Steam that a lot of people play. It starts with a W. Warframe. Warframe. Yep. And I just with Nexon, I'm very, I'm always very apprehensive because yeah. they're they're. They design games to be very grindy. They don't really like games that, you know. They like I feel microtransactions, like, don't they? Yeah, they love some microtransactions, man. So it's like when I'm seeing all of this, I'm like, okay, so what is actually, what do I actually get to participate in? And what do is. What pay for? Yeah. Because this is supposed to be like a, what, like pick a hero. Because I saw that they had like the uh, character select screen or whatever. So you're. Picking different heroes, you you're fighting NPCs, like what's actually going on and what isn't just something to get me to pay money. More than whatever the barrier of entry already is. And if and if it's free, then I I'm I already know it's gonna be pay to win. And then they might need some money because they just went through that lengthy lawsuit with Dark and Darker. Yep, and did not win. So I don't know. It's something to keep my eye on. Yeah. But Taking it with a grain of salt, like, which is crazy because Nexon has shown like three games this past summer that have been like, oh, what's what's doing? Like AAA titles, yeah. And it's like, okay, 
you know, you finally using some money with that from all those microtransactions. Maybe that's what the they were for. All the dungeon fighter and maple story and all that money and guns the duel and uh cosplay beta starts uh in like three weeks, four weeks. Oh, that's the same week as the closed uh closed test for skulls skull and bones. I can't do it. Was there was there a test this weekend? I saw people playing it this weekend. For skull and bones? Yeah. If there was, I wasn't invited to that one. <laughs> I don't I don't care. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, I saw it this weekend though. Huh. People were playing it. Yeah. Or they actually don't deny NDA in it. Huh? Ubisoft might have had a thing and they might have had certain they might have invited certain folks to show it off uh, like for Gamescom. Maybe. That's yeah. probably what it was. Because everything prior to that was all NDA stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know if I'm allowed to tell you I'm gonna be in the <laughs> in the closed test. I but, mean, uh, from what I saw, it looked okay, but it looked like a like a War of Warships Pirates game. For real? Kinda, yeah. I, again, I don't know why it's just... Not for me. Some It's for somebody, but it's not for me. I, I don't know why it's just not Assassin's Creed 4. Just, just the boat stuff. I don't know why it's not that. It's weird, because now it's like this first-person game. Uh, now, what I did play, I enjoyed. I found it quite fun, actually. Once you got the hang of it and got used to it, but I think the game everybody was expecting it to be. Or they first showed. Kind of, kind of, yeah, kind of what they, because, yeah. What they first showed was supposed to be like an MMO type game. Yeah. Where you have people on your crew and you guys all work together. Kind of like uh, Sea of Thieves, but bigger. Yeah, that's what that's what I was I More was looking less, yeah. forward to. It was like, okay, somebody's gonna be on navigation, and we're gonna be down here getting the cantons ready, or you know, we got people doing the rowing, and like you know, like we all are agreeing to be a part of this pirate ship. Yeah, <clears throat> but the more and more stuff I've read and what you talked about, I'm like, I don't. It it basically looks like War of Warships, but in the pirate age. <clears throat> so instead of commanding big battleships and whatever sh- destroyers and stuff like that, you're commanding a pirate ship. Yeah. I mean, you, the ships get bigger because, I mean, you start right, off there's with, different, but it's in that era where yeah. it's all wooden ships. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you, I mean, you start off with, the, like, basically a raft. Like, the first little tu- tutorial part. Again, I hope I don't get in trouble for this. Yeah, you will. Yeah, they don't know who I am. Uh, first little tutorial. Tutorial part, you're basically on a raft with two other guys, and it kind of gets you used to, you know, the systems of it. But then when you get to the next area, somebody gives you a, a ship, so it's like a small ship, and then you work your way up to a bigger ship, and you work yourself up to a, you know, a huge ship. Um, but I know Ubisoft is putting a lot of a lot behind it because I think it's going to be like their big game next year. That's the plan, anyway. I think. Supposed to be a big game next year for a couple of next years. Well, yeah. I don't know, man. I I just don't think it's has the legs. I think, I think at this point it's the been, legs. It's yeah. It's 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 been kind of shown so long, and then when they did show it, it was different than what everybody thought it was going to be. From what they talked about, like like they actually made a drastic change to the game. Yeah, because what they showed at first is not what we're getting. Yeah, I don't understand why they did the first person perspective thing. Because, I mean, when when you helm the ship, it turns into the ship anyway. So, why not just? I don't understand why they just didn't use Assassin's Creed Four engine like kind of everybody thought they were going to do. <laughs> I mean, let me see if I can find that. It's it's like it's like trying to 
it's like having something that's good and trying to make it better, but then you keep trying to do stuff to it, and it ends up being nothing like what what you started with. I don't know. I mean, I know that they they had developmental issues with Assassin's Creed Four because Assassin's Creed Four originally was supposed to be Assassin's Creed Three, but they couldn't figure out how to get the boat stuff to work. So, which is why I, I don't know. I remember playing Assassin's Creed Three and kind of feeling like this game kind of feels unfinished. It was because they had to hurry up and rush that game out because what was supposed to be Assassin's Creed 3, that's why, like, timeline-wise, they kind of happen in reverse because the guy in Assassin's Creed 4 is the guy in Assassin's Creed 3's dad because it was supposed to happen first. (laughs) Dumb. (laughs) But they couldn't get the boat stuff to work. But they eventually fixed it, and Assassin's Creed 4 is widely considered to be one of the best ones. And especially if you don't even care about Assassin's Creed stuff, if you just like being like, you know, being on the water and fighting other ships and stuff like that. I know folks that only did that. And it's like, so just take cool. that and make a game. Out exactly. Of it. Nah. It, seems, it seems like all they had to do. Nah, not like me. I do it my way. <laughs> well, well, now it's first person. <laughs> now, now it's a first person, sometimes third person when you land at a place to go buy stuff. Um, but then again, like I said, you, when you, when you, when, when, when you helm the ship, it, you, you turn into a ship. So why not just leave it that, that way? The last reveal trailer for it was more representative of what the gameplay is. You know, it shows the guy and he's starting off for like in rags and he eventually gets his own mm-hmm. ship and gets more and more rich and gets a bigger and bigger ship. Then somebody else comes up and they're both, you know, going off to, raid something or something something like that that's pretty much how, how it is because there's other players in the game so it's like a shared it's like a shared world gotcha you can go do stuff yourself you can you can team up with other folks and go do the bigger stuff and well see and the thing i thought it was supposed to be where we're on the ship together but now yeah. it's it, each person has their own ship yeah it's like eh. yeah. you're not really on the ship like you are you're controlling the ship. Yep. You're yeah. not you're not actually like going a top to, down three yeah, like third yeah. person view almost. Yeah. And you're like giving commands to your crew and stuff. Yeah. You know, so this the the official announcement of this game was in at E three twenty seventeen. And it said <laughs> the release date was fall twenty eighteen. Woo. Yeah. Life is like a hurricane. <laughs> here at you know what's taking place in the Indian Ocean, not the Caribbean? Okay. What's the thing? So the swashbucklers of the Indian Ocean instead of the Pirates of the Caribbean. So easy. Mm -mm. Something, something went wrong. (laughs) I, what, what, what I feel bad about it. Maybe I shouldn't. I know some people like you should feel bad about no companies. Big companies got billions of dollars. Don't ever feel bad. Is there are people that are making that game that are probably realized at some point. This has been in development too long, and nothing about development history has told us that having a game be in development longer makes it better. Uh, in I'm, fact, you reach a point probably about it's like, like a bell curve. Yes, you get you get to that point where it's like, all right, this is this is probably the sweet spot within these like number of months. You know, forty eight months. And or, every game is a little different. And every game, yeah, every game is a little different, right? But then it gets to a point where it's like, if it's been in development for X number of years. It's probably going to, to be downhill. bad. Yeah, there's, like there's no yeah. way for it to be good based on so many factors, and one of them would be like 
gaming has passed you by in some, in some form or fashion, yeah. and yeah. not and not just from gaming visual. is vastly different happened. from tw- from now from when twenty eighteen. Bro, twenty eighteen game in twenty eighteen was vastly different than it is. You talking about mm-hmm. Overwatch being new and 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 being like one of the top dogs in like gaming at the moment and and. What what call do we on Black Ops three or something and or it, <laughs> Infinite Warfare like I, yeah or no actually we're on we're on Call of Duty uh, World War two let me let me Probably. look let me see what came out in twenty eighteen yes it's, it's <laughs> I mean I, I'm assuming that there was probably change in heads at a development and somebody else came in, somebody left or somebody got fired or something. Then somebody else came in. They have to get a whole new team. He wants to change the direction of the whole thing. Then he's gone. And so I bet you that's what the story is going to turn, turn out to be. It will, and and the, the, the sad part about that is that it's so easy for you to be able to just like throw out those things and they be more than likely true because it has happened in so many different oh, yeah. other game developments that we find out about. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, like i just one one person out of like the let's say four chefs in the kitchen gets changed, drastically changes the direction of the game now. Yep. So to give some perspective, so the game was announced in 2017. So okay. let's say they've been working on it for at least two years prior. So let's say they started in 2015. <laughs> Games that came out in 2018 that might have changed the way that development went. You got Assassin's Creed Odyssey, who which completely changed the way Assassin's Creed came out or were. Yeah, were made. Yep. Um, S- sea of Thieves came out. Sea of Thieves. I bet you that, bro. They probably looked around that, and was that like, "Was the yeah. what, are we, what are we gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> they made our that game." Was the biggest thing. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Whew. Another big open world game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you, I mean, like I said, gaming has changed so much. You had Smash Ultimate first came out in 2018. You have Monster Hunter World, Spider Man. Dragon Ball Z Fighters, Far Cry Five, yeah, Fallout seventy six was a big flop for. I mean, it's better now, but it was. Oh no, it was out. it was a it was a huge pile of of pew. Uh, Black Ops Four, yeah, that was the first BR one for Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, remake of Shadow of the Colossus came out that year. Oh hell yeah! Uh, Super great. Mario Party came out that year. That's the bad one. No, that's the good one. Isn't it? No, that's the first one for the Switch. The second the one Switch. was the one with, they that's put right. all the old stuff. Yep. Uh, what else came out that year? There actually wasn't a ton of... We're in a very good year right now. Oh, yeah. It just reinforces that. Like, There's not really a whole lot else that came out that year that was... That was like... Yeah, I could I could yeah. see Sea of Thieves coming out I that year. And well, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I probably. bet them seeing Sea of Thieves made them go, uh-oh. Yeah. Because when did that come out? What part of the year did that come out? Let's see. see. I don't know, but I'm sure they showed it earlier. Oh, I mean, yeah, we would have known about it. That's probably what caused the shift in development. It we came out in March game. of that year. Oh, yeah. 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 So that's probably, they probably sh- tried to shift development to make it a little bit more like that and then realized they couldn't do it over time. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's what happened. And that game itself has changed a lot in the last yes. five years. Yes, yeah. Like they they've constantly just overhauled and retooled and added this and you know stacked more content on more content. I would and 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 that's the other thing about about um, Skull and Bones is, is like you have how much space do you really think is in that genre? 
for other pirate games. Duh. Like on one hand, there could be a lot of space. I mean, it could be, but I can't. I can't name another one. Yeah, I mean, it's like I'm almost sure there is. I just don't know it. (laughs) It's like you mentioned Red Dead. You you mentioned Red Dead Two, right? Like what? Like since since Red Dead One, right? Not Red Dead Revolver, but the Red Dead Redemption One. Mm -hmm. What other cowboy things do we get? What other Western things do we really get? Oh, almost. Nothing now. Yeah, like not and nowhere near. Like nobody's gonna try to make a Western epic. No. So you get stuff like Weird West, or you get the the, the Call of Juar- Juar- Juarez is the only other thing I could think of. They tried. Yeah. And it turned no, into like and, a rail shooter, like the last one, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Those weren't bad games. No, no, uh, not at all. They weren't bad at all. And there was this one called game called Gun mm-hmm. back in the day. That oh game yeah, was Gun. Oh, really gun. good. Yeah, yeah Gun's Gun's really solid. Is that the one that uh <clears throat> that Capcom made that one, didn't they? No, I don't think so. Like they produced it, I published it. I'm sorry, they produced it. I'm sorry, who? I don't know. Uh, Capcom. Who? Who? Who made Gun? Yeah, I don't think it was Capcom, but I don't remember. I just re- remember playing it and going, "Oh, this is actually kind of fun." Yeah. Uh, developers were never soft. Uh, producers. I don't see the. Or publishers, rather, uh, Activision. Act- Activision. There we go. Okay, yeah. Never saw that makes sense. Never saw Activision. Yeah. Never, they were under them for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you don't like those those types of things, like pirates or cowboy. Like they, there's not a lot of space for a bunch of people. So like, how do they pull the Sea of Thieves crowd away? Like, what do they do that that would be make people go, oh, okay, I want to do this more than Sea of Thieves. Because to me, not being able to be like in the ship kind of takes some of the what I thought I would be doing. Like I want to do the pirate's life thing. So this is uh Cat Conti on Twitch. This is who I was watching this weekend play it. Yeah. See when you get off the ship, this is pretty much what you get. Just a little place ports. You can go buy stuff. No real places. There was one port I did go to that was like a little exploration. A very little where you, you can get some like free. It looks like she's like there's different stuff. things you can buy and there's different yeah. types of currency. Yeah. Or maybe that is that level that she needs to get. Um, I guess they'll call the money infamy on here. Oh, infamy. Yeah. You, you'll get that's like a rep, right? Quests yeah. And stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> Map and go around and do stuff. I tried to go through like open up open up like the whole area. But see how you like you're like more controlling the ship kind yeah. of like it's a car mm-hmm. than like manning like the the wheel and mm-hmm. the sails and everything. Well and yeah like like, like my thought was I don't necessarily want to like navigate. I don't want to be the captain. You know what I'm saying? I want to be part of the crew. And I wanted to be able to like join your crew. So it's yeah. like you tell us where we're gonna go, but you know what I'm saying? I'll hold it down over here. Kind of like the Sea of Thieves. Yeah, and when it's time to get out the ship and do stuff, we'll go and we'll go, you know, burn the town down. But don't seem like you might be able to do that. And I wish we had a Sea of Thieves type game that didn't look like Sea of Thieves. That's one of my biggest gripes yeah. about Sea of Thieves. I don't yeah. like that cartoony the aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. I want I want something that looks more akin to this, actually. Yeah. Like more grounded, realistic. Type graphic style, but apparently that's much harder to do. Yeah, 
<laughs> oh, I mean, there's so much more detail. Mm-hmm. A lot more to render and stuff like that. Yeah. Probably easier to do it, and and that's probably what they found out is like, <laughs> I don't know if we can do this from like a third person or a first person perspective because like, the worlds are going to be too big and there's going to be too much foliage, and especially yeah. in these areas that pirate ships are more accustomed to, or they're more rainforesty, tropical. Yeah, they're doing actual like real tons of foliage and. They're on the, the coast of West Africa, or coast of Africa. Yeah, like I said, it's supposed to take place in the Indian River, or Indian River. Indian River. <laughs> the Indian Ocean. There's rivers over there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't don't go over there, you're going to get stuck. <laughs> but yeah. Well, I mean, good, good luck to them, whatever. I, I might give it a try when it comes out, and I might love it, who knows, but we'll see. I, I'm a big skeptic right now. Yeah, it, it's... It was a game that popped up on on my radar because you know it's a new Ubisoft game, so obviously we pay some attention to it. But everything now is like, eh, I won't I won't pay attention. They didn't show any of the new Star Wars game, right? No, I was hoping uh, they would. Was it Outlaws? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was hoping they would, but no. Only thing Ubisoft really <clears throat> talked about was uh, Assassin's Creed, of course, because mm-hmm. that's the next big one coming out. But they also sold Assassin's Creed Jade. I listen. You know, you want to pull up Assassin's Creed Jade because yeah, I am not I'm still a little confused about it. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of it at all. Like, so it's a free to play mobile game. Mobile game. Okay, and that's what I didn't pick up on. Yeah, it's a free to play mobile game, and it looks kind of. Like, I understand mobile has its limitations, but a lot of mobile games don't look as choppy as this. Yeah, I was having to work when they were doing the walkthrough of it, so I didn't see a lot of it. But I heard what they were saying, and it's like, well, that sounds cool. And look, if you if you listen to to, to previous episodes um, and you hear us talk about Ubisoft, you might think that we don't like them. It's quite the opposite. It's like... We we expect a certain level of uh, polish and 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 quality from them because mm-hmm. of who they are and what they've produced before. So, dude, they had like a ten year run where all they were doing is putting pumping out hits. it out, man. Yep. And like, like they was high getting quality hits too. They were doing so good that they turned their DLC into a game, <laughs> like Far Cry Blood Dragon. Uh huh. Like they started turning DLC into full releases because of how good they were doing and just how like well everything was and complete everything felt and fun and just, I mean, like Rainbow Six Siege alone is is a 10-year game, basically. Yeah. Like, coming, yeah. when did it come out? It's like 2014, 2015. It's, it's been a while. I'm, I'm still waiting on my Rainbow Six game that they, they told me I was getting. Yeah, let that go, bud. Patriot. Yeah, Rainbow Six Patriot. It ain't happening. It's the StarCraft Ghost of Games, man, of, of, of Rainbow <laughs> Six games. It don't exist. Still waiting, man. Gonna happen, yeah. Happen one day. I want a, a campaign, a uh, uh, single player Rainbow Six. Oh yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and like the older games too. Now I liked uh, uh, Vegas. Yeah, I like. I actually liked it a lot, especially the first first game. I, mm-hmm. I really loved loved it. But I want I want like the old style, like the old PC style. December first, twenty fifteen. So. We are approaching year eight. Like, but that's, and that wasn't even surprising that Rainbow Six Siege was that good. 
Like everything it was like, oh no, it's Ubisoft making his Rainbow Six. Like they, this is what they do. This will be great. Yeah, it can't be bad. Yeah, <clears throat> and it wasn't. And then it felt like, for me personally, it felt like the the missteps with the launch of For Honor was kind of the, uh, kind of the 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 signal of things to come. Yeah, but they they kind of turned that one around. It could have been it could have been parallel to Rainbow Six had that launch been better. I think they never really recovered from that initial wave. In whatever competitive scene that they were supposed to have, I don't think it ever really, ever really got there. I know a lot of folks still play it though. Yeah, I mean, and they're still releasing content for it, so yeah, must be enough. Um, enough folks are still playing it. <clears throat> so this is a mobile game. Yeah, like when when there's like a few enemies on the screen and like they're all the clips on this, they don't show it, but they were showing. Uh, there was another, like the developer was talking about it and, st- <clears throat> and stuff, and they mm-hmm. were showing like. You know, continuous gameplay. Yeah, a lot of those enemies, man. It's like you know how uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is like the further away stuff was, or when there were so many things on the screen. But I'm like, it was only like six peeps, six enemies besides the assassin on the screen, and some of the people that was a little bit further away from him was like, I, 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 I. I, like, mm. I mean, it makes more sense for you know what it is, I guess. But what is it? Well, I mean, a. Mobile game? <laughs> They're having a closed beta for a mobile game? Get the Man, fuck out of here. Yeah, it's it's greasy. So all I can say is that's greasy. You gotta test it. Cause that that's my, my big question. What what's how does the, the online I mean, how does the interaction with other players work? Probably gonna be bad. <laughs> you're probably gonna see somebody that looks like they're an assassin and then you're gonna have to respawn. Because I tried to do the multiplayer in which one was the one where somebody could be the assassin and somebody could was was the 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 target and the target had to blend in uh, and try Unity to escape. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, because yeah. they had a they had a a lot of a lot of that content was multiplayer and they had a different little mode. There was the one where that everybody cool. was assassins. Huh? So that sounds cool. Yeah, it, it, it was actually pretty it, cool. The the ideal of it was pretty cool, but yeah. there were so one of the things I remember with that was you remember the jester. I remember something about a jester. So you could if you pre ordered it, you got the jester. It was like you know you can buy it for five dollars or whatever it is, but if you pre ordered, you got the jester, uh-huh. and it was way better than everybody else in multiplayer. Like his kit was because each each character had different abilities. And whatever, I can't remember exactly what he did, but I just remember it being, like, really, really strong. So you go into the lobby, and everybody's picking their character. And if I think it was, like, a six-person lobby, and it'd be, like, four jesters. It's like, okay, this isn't this isn't very balanced at all. So. But there's way too many games for us to cover before it's time to go. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had to close lot. out, like, four or five trailers just because... Yeah. We're running out of time to this week, and uh, there's just too. It, like I said, it wasn't. There weren't huge games, but they were all like there was a lot of solid stuff being announced. Uh, yeah. So it ended I mean, up being much, a really good conference. How much stuff was announced at the uh, future game show alone? Yeah, <laughs> like those are like it's brand like new announcements, and like you, like you said, new IPs being popping popping up and stuff like this. So mm-hmm. there's still going to be a lot more to look forward to. Yeah. And we're going to get ready to play some Sea of Stars. I'll let y'all know how that is, you know, the two hours that I play. Definitely going to try it out. Um, Then keep getting cooked on Armor Core. Starfield next. Well, until then, yeah. Yeah. Probably won't even get a chance to play that until hopefully tomorrow night. We'll see. Um, I'll probably be here. Dang it. 
<laughs> oh, poor Nolan, you have to be here. Well, it's all the other stuff leading up to it. Trust me. <laughs> um, so yeah, but yeah, I'll definitely jump back in the Armor Corps because I do want to try to finish that before, um, before I can get my hands on Starfield next week. How about you, Zay? What? I'm sorry, I missed the question. I was looking up a meme. Okay, well, we were just <laughs> we were saying you're getting ready to try to play some stuff before Starfield comes out. So you jump back in the Armor Corps, get cooked some more. Or are you jumping into multiplayer now? I don't know because I started playing Marvel Snap. Well, you gotta let that go, dude. I've put in a lot of hours into it. You have. I don't know, man. I'm just trying to play some games. Yeah, I mean, as long as we're all having fun, I think that's the most important. When does Starfield come out? Uh, next so this next this Tuesday, Thursday for early access. Next Tuesday, I think it's Tuesday or Wednesday for everybody else. Yeah. Okay, so I have lock in to try and knock out some some of this stuff. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, it'll probably end up me sitting here playing Marvel Snap. Playing Marvel Snap, exactly. <laughs> quick game, quick yeah, game. I could probably play. That's probably when I'll start Sea of Stars. Honestly, ooh, that be yeah, that would be a good time to start it. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll we'll start see. it, and then um, Starfield will come out, and that's probably what I'll play all the way through the rest of the year. And then I'll go back and say, oh, I need to play this Sea of Stars game, and it won't be on Game Pass anymore. <laughs> you had your chance, and if it is, I'll have to restart it because it's been so long. Since yeah, I yeah. Well, I don't you already know, know that what, what was happening anymore. You gonna load a save up? You're gonna you're gonna be like level eight, and you're gonna be like, I don't even know what this place is. Yep. Uh, who, who, is who is this Billup guy? I don't know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, appreciate everybody hanging out with us this week, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Combination.